What's going on, guys? This is Paul Cooley, and welcome to another episode of King's Code Radio. Today, we are going to be talking about faith in business. Um, and ultimately, does it belong? Does it not? And ultimately, guys, I'm going to cut through the crap, in all honesty. I don't care about the different arguments or the different theological debates going on out there. Really, my goal in this this podcast is to bring it down to the core root of it all. Now, before we dive into the core root, though, what I want to talk about real quick is this mentality or mindset that um, you know business is not spiritual. Uh, entrepreneurship is just a thing. And uh, often, unfortunately, it's looked down upon in today's culture in, in certain areas and certain ways. And I, I've heard different statements like, well, when I was called into the ministry, and you got to understand my background, uh, I've been in uh, ministry also for what, 15, 16 years. And uh, there was a point in time in the beginning where I wanted absolutely nothing to do with business. In fact, I was appalled uh, by the business owners that I knew. I remember at the time, um, my bosses would go to different churches just to try to pick up clients, you know, and I thought that was just so wrong. And I'm like, I will never be like them. Uh, I just want to be in full-time ministry. But then God started to change my heart <laughs> and and really uh, put this fire in me and this passion for entrepreneurship that I was just like, well, this is awesome, but I don't want to do it the normal way either. Um, if I'm being, if I, if this is a part of what I've been called to do, um, then I need to include God in my entrepreneur entrepreneurial journey, you know? And, and often we compartmentalize, we put things in different boxes and we have our God box and we have our business box, we have our, our family box, our marriage box and, and so forth. And I am, I'm of the mind that you just break down the stinking walls and the boxes so God can touch it all. But there's an interesting thought here that I want to clear up and then we're going to just strike to the heart of the matter uh, of, of faith and business. And so the first thing is interesting verse in Matthew 22, 14, it says, for many are called, but few are chosen. And the core of this is ultimately, you know, we talk about, are you called? Are you called? Are you called? When were you called into the ministry? And those that do believe that entrepreneurship is also a calling, you know, when were you called? Well, you know what? It it comes down. I think that sometimes brings confusion to people. Because some people are like, I, I don't, I don't really know. I don't know. God's given me these desires, but I don't know what it means. You know what? Let me clear this up for you. You were called from the day you were born. You were called the day that you accepted Jesus Christ as your Savior. You're called. The phone is ringing, but that does not mean that you have been chosen. Now, let me, let me. I want to break this down to the root, and then again, we're diving into the root here, and the core of this all is think of it as an analogy of a phone ringing. If the phone's ringing, God's calling, you still have a choice to pick up that phone and answer the call. And this is where you have different forms of behavior when it comes to Christian entrepreneurs and Christian business leaders. Is there's the ones that behave called and there are the ones that behave chosen. And so you can be called That's awesome. What a privilege it is to be called. But it doesn't mean anything if you don't make the choice to behave chosen. If you don't make the choice to answer the call. Because you know, eventually, the person that's calling hangs up and says, well, they're not going to answer. 
what does that look like? Well, what that looks like is someone that's called, like the boss that I used to have that would go to church just to pick up clients, that was behaving called. All right, yeah, I know God loves me. I know I know he's probably called me to this business. He's called me to different things. Yay. But it does not change the fruit that's being produced in their life. It's still rotten fruit. It's fleshly fruit. It's carnal fruit. And it's not good. It's still There's still pride. There's still self-centeredness. And there's still all these different core things and, and issues in their life. And therefore, they never truly see these miracles unfold in the in the marketplace. They're not praying for their business necessarily, unless it's maybe for more profit. They're not praying for their customers and clients. They're not worried about inside of their staff and are, do their staff, does their staff know the Lord? Uh, salvation is not the issue here. It's just, well, I'm called and I'm behaving called and I am here to make a profit. Then there's the other side of that, where I answer the call. You know what, Lord? I'm answering this call and everything that you have called me to, I'm answering it and I am going to behave chosen because now I know that I have made the choice to behave chosen. And one of those things, what does that look like? The fruit changes. And the roots change because now you're producing much fruit. Now you understand that my work, the things that I put my hands to do, has to produce much fruit for the honor and glory of God. This isn't just about making a profit. And please know, we're not talking about making a non-profit. Yes, your business should be profitable. I'm not saying you're running a free business here. What I'm saying is your business is producing results, which therefore will bring in revenue, but you have a deeper purpose and you know you're doing this for a deeper meaning. You're doing this for the glory of God. You're doing this to advance the kingdom. You're doing this to change and an, an impact lives around you because you know God's called you to do it. Now, let's get to the root of this whole thing. Does faith belong in business? Well, I believe if you are truly a believer of Jesus Christ, then the answer is yes, it does. Because you see, we are called to walk by faith, not by sight. The Bible says if it's not faith, it's sin. And this is the danger of compartmentalizing different areas of our life. When we have our Sunday God box and the rest of the week is our carnal box, Houston, we have a problem. Because that's not really living it out and that's certainly not behaving chosen. So inside of the King's Code, we're, we're behaving chosen because we understand that, hey, I've been called to great things and I will answer that call and I will behave chosen and I will rise up as a king unto the King of Kings because I am making Jesus my number one priority. But we take it a step further and we go to my favorite chapter in the whole Bible. And that is John 15. Now, I encourage you, go go check it out. Go read it right now. Not right now. Read it after the podcast <laughs> and, and, and check this out. Because what it does is it talks about how uh, it, God saying or Jesus saying that I am the vine and my father is the husbandman. Now, depending on what translation you do, and I prefer especially with this is King James. And here's why. Because if you read other translations, especially when you get down to, uh, was it four verse four and so forth, it talks about the word abide, abide in me. And I, in you as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in me. No more can you except you abide in me and, and, and all these things. And, and, and if you keep going down, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done. Oh, we could do a whole Bible study on this guys. But the thing I like about King James is it uses the word abide 
abide rather than maybe remain. A lot of translations will use the word remain. Now it comes from the same root word. I'm not, I'm not knocking that, but what I am saying is abide causes me to look at it and dig deeper into what does that look like. If I am truly a believer, and I know that I am, I am supposed to do this entrepreneurial thing and I need to be trusting God every step of the way. And I need to be walking by faith every step of the way. And I need to be seeking his counsel every step of the way in every strategy and every decision. God should be a part of it and not just rely on my own knowledge to understand that my knowledge and my wisdom and all these things come from God. And realizing why wouldn't I, if I have the opportunity to not rely on some stupid concept that's gotten popular about the universe. Oh, the universe wants this. Oh, the universe. No, that's a bunch of crap. I I have the opportunity. You have the opportunity to go before the creator of the universe and get counsel from him, to get strategies from him, to get insight and wisdom and clarity and comfort and peace and all the things that I need and regardless of what I'm going through. That is my opportunity when I realize what I've been called to and make the choice to say, you know what, I'm going all in with the Lord. And if I'm going all in with the Lord, and if I'm truly abiding with him, unbroken fellowship with him, just as a branch, if a branch gets severed from the true vine, it's the, any fruit that's on that branch is going to die because it just got disconnected from the source of life. And it's true with us. We are just a stinking branch, but we're supposed to produce much fruit, and we cannot do it if we do not stay connected with the true vine, which is Jesus. So that is why it's so important to understand that this that we look at it more spiritually minded and go, yes, I this this business that I'm doing, this thing that I'm doing, this movement I'm creating, whatever it is, it has such a deeper meaning than just building a big bank account. It's such a bigger meaning and purpose than just making some people happy. No, we're going for greater impact than that. So if we're truly believers and we're in the abiding, we're abiding with the Lord, abiding with Him 24-7, we're abiding, and that really changes the game in my business. It changes that I'm not going to wake up, say good morning to the Lord, and then not talk to Him the rest of the day until I go back to sleep. That's not really a relationship, I mean, that's, 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 a, that's a lousy relationship. We're going for unbroken fellowship, which comes in the abiding, which comes when you realize that I am called, but I am making the choice. So with all that being said, the core and the root of it all is if you're doing that, then the answer becomes a no-brainer that yes, faith does belong in my business because my decisions need to be fueled by faith and purpose that comes from the Lord. And I'll end with this. Matthew uh, Matthew five sixteen says, "Let your sh- let well I can't talk. Let your light shine before men, that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven." Doesn't that sum up your entrepreneurship journey so so nicely? That what the results that we produce in the marketplace because we're clinging to the Lord and abiding with Him. Yes, people are going to see it. Let my light shine bright before men, they would see my good works, that they would see the, my effort, that they would see the fruit and the results that I am producing in the marketplace, and that it would glorify 
God. There are so many awesome, amazing stories that I have heard about God supernaturally showing up and performing a miracle. Now, do, am I saying that your business is going to be miracle after miracle after miracle? Probably not. I'm not going to limit God, but probably not because there are steps and there is uh, um, character that God's going to build and he's going to not rob you of opportunities to continue to grow in the faith and all these things. So yes, there are going to be trials. There's going to be situations and that's why the Bible echoes constantly. Fear not. Be of good courage. Know that I'm with you because you're going to need that in this crazy journey of entrepreneurship. So that is my response. That is my answer. That is my belief on this topic. Yes, faith does belong in your business. Yes, you should be walking by faith every step of the way and taking the time because, man, as as Christians, as, as leaders, even outside of just business, the onslaught is so big. The onslaught is so real of the stresses and pressures and decisions that weigh on our shoulders every day. Why on earth would we want to do it any other way than with the Lord? So guys, that is my two cents on the matter. And that is uh, that is the two cents of the men inside of the King's Code. I encourage you guys, if you'd like to take the next step inside of the King's Code, visit kingscode.org or the King's, or kingscodechallenge.com. Again, kingscodechallenge.com, where you will join other men, like-minded men, men that are taking their walk with God seriously and rising up as a king under the King of Kings and doing what needs to be done and following the map to produce much fruit in every area of their life so they can be a leader not only in business but to their to their wife to their queen to their children to the people that God has put them in charge of and lead them and serve them the way that the Lord would guide and direct you so guys my name is Paul Cooley thank you for joining us and we'll see you on the next episode again I'd love to see you visit kingscodechallenge.com